Today we celebrate the solemnity of the Annunciation of the Lord. We begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us pray. God Most High, you extended your gracious mercy to the whole human race through your Son, Jesus Christ, who took flesh of the Virgin Mary. You gave him to the world as your servant, whose delight was to do your will. Keep the church, which is Christ's body, faithful to your purpose, that all the ends of the earth may know your saving power. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The psalm for today's solemnity is Psalm 40. sacrifice and offerings, but an open ear. You do not ask for holocaust and victim, instead here am I. Here I scroll of the book it stands written that I should do your will. My God, I delight in your law, in the depth of my heart. Here I justice I have proclaimed in the great assembly. My lips I have not sealed, you know it, O Lord. Here I am, I come not hidden your justice in my heart, but declared your faithful help. I have not hidden your love and your truth from the great assembly. Here I am, I come to do your will. 
The gospel for today comes from the gospel of Luke. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. for You have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. And you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her, who is said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Nine months from today is Christmas, so we can sing one of those old familiar carols, O little town of Nazareth. Of course, we all know that Jesus was born in Bethlehem, but he was called Jesus of Nazareth. Nazareth was Jesus' hometown. As the gospel reminds us, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Today's gospel takes place in Nazareth, where we find Mary at home. This is where most of us are today as well. We are at home. We might think that the place where Mary would encounter God would be a holy place like the temple. We don't even know if Mary was praying. In the Orthodox tradition, the angel Gabriel first appeared to Mary when she went to draw water at the well. Later in her house, as we recall in the Catholic tradition, the angel Gabriel spoke to Mary. I love what Archbishop Vigneron said the other day to the Detroit priests. This is not the Lent we thought we would have, but for whatever reason, this is the Lent the Lord wants us to have. In the painting hanging in the bell chase in the vestibule of the church, Mary is shown reading a book when Gabriel arrives. What I love about this painting is the words are written like cartoon bubbles delivering the spoken lines. Angels spoke Latin in those days and the words are abbreviated. Gabriel says to Mary, Ave Gratia plena, hail, full of grace. 
And then Mary responds. Even if you squint, it's hard to read what Mary said. You can either stand on your head or turn the painting upside down. Ah, Ecce Ancilla Domini is abbreviated again. Behold the handmaiden of the Lord. The words are written upside down so that God can read them. Megan Marlott's fresco, The Annunciation, likewise depicts the topsy-turvy aspect of the event as the angel appears upside down, uttering the word blessed backwards. Mary's life, as she thought it would be, is entirely upended as we sing in the canticle of the turning, for the world is about to turn. Why not send an angel upside down? Who's to say Gabriel came feet first? Better to think that he dived in headfirst into the pool of mortality. If you go to Nazareth today, you will see in the middle of the present-day Palestinian city in Galilee the Basilica of the Annunciation, built around what is believed to be the cave and dwelling of Mary. You can see the words inscribed on the front of the church, Verbum caro factum est, et habitavit in nobis. The word became flesh and lives among us. On the lower level of this church, in a grotto-like room, there is a small altar that commemorates the place where Mary received the message from the angel Gabriel that she would conceive and bear a son and give him the name Jesus. On the front of the altar are the words verbum caro hic factum est. This is where the word became flesh. Not in the church of the nativity in Bethlehem where Christ was born, but here in this place, history was changed because Mary said yes. When we let the word find a home in our hearts, God's faithful covenant takes place, becoming in us a sacrament of God's love as we promise to love one another with the same love that loves us. Christ becomes flesh whenever or wherever we say yes to God's word. Verbum caro hic factum est. Let your word become flesh here in us, the servants of the Lord. As I mentioned yesterday in my video pastoral message, this feast comes near the end of Lent. Some years, when it occurs during Holy Week, it's not celebrated until after Easter. So we might call this a hidden feast, which is quite appropriate. It's usually a couple of weeks before a woman is aware that she is pregnant, and a few weeks after that, before the public announcement is made. As we approach Holy Week, remembering Jesus' death and resurrection, God is entering our life unannounced. We're not even aware that we're pregnant. Here in the midst of Lent, we discover that God is with us. From the cross, Christ brings new life for the world. Maybe when we get to Christmas this year, we will look back and recognize Christ's presence in this Lenten desert. 
When Moses asked to see God's face on the mountain, God said that no human can see God face to face. Instead, God said that he would cover Moses' eyes, and then when he had passed by, he'd remove his hand, and Moses could see God's back. It's the same for us. More often than not, God is found by looking back over your life, or your week, or your day, and saying, oh yes, there was God. Gabriel, in essence, says the same thing to Mary. Look back over the course of your life. Look at what God has done, and look at what God is doing. Just look at Elizabeth. In her old age, she has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her, who is said to be barren. And when Mary reflects on what she sees around her, she's finally able to say yes to the strange request by God, let it be done to me according to your will. In the fullness of time, God announced to Mary the great dignity of the only Son. Her heart became radiant with the dawning light of our salvation. Let us ask God to pour forth abundant grace into our hearts. That God will renew the hearts of all Christians with the announcement of enduring love. God will steady the hearts of expectant parents with the announcement of divine care. Lord of love, hear our prayer. Send that God will refresh the hearts of the poor with the announcement of speedy deliverance. God will calm the hearts of those in the shadow of death with the announcement of faithful protection. Lord of love, hear our prayer. That God will cheer the hearts of those who have died with the announcement of eternal life. Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen.
almighty, ever-living God, your will for humanity is that none should be lost and that all should be saved in Jesus Christ. Join our prayers to those of the Blessed Virgin Mary so that your church may do your will joyfully during this holy season. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let us go and live as the beloved of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Say yes.